Hello and welcome back to The Average Shepherd. I'm your host, Deacon Sam. Thank you very much for joining me. We've now reached Wednesday in the 18th week of Ordinary Time, and it also happens to be the Feast of St. John Vianney, the patron saint of parish priests, so a very special day. Today we are reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. So let's begin. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus left Genesaret and withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Then out came a Canaanite woman from that district and started shouting, Sir, son of David, take pity on me. My daughter is tormented by a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples went and pleaded with him, Give her what she wants, they said, because she is shouting after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman had come up and was kneeling at his feet. Lord, she said, help me. He replied, It is not fair to take the children's food and to throw it to the house dogs. She retorted, Ah, yes, sir, but even house dogs can eat the scraps that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, you have great faith. Let your wish be granted. And from that moment, her daughter was well again. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's readings demonstrate two fundamental attitudes we can have towards God's ultimate plan for us, fear and faith. The first stops us in our tracks, while the second leads us to joy and salvation. In the first reading today, we hear about the Israelite spies sent into the land of Canaan to scope it out and see if they would be able to bring the entire people of Israel out from the wilderness and into the land promised to them by God. When the spies return from their reconnaissance, they offer their report to Moses and the people. Canaan is indeed a prosperous land, described as flowing with milk and honey, but it is heavily fortified and guarded by strong armies. There's great reward to be had here, but it's going to take great courage and great faith in God's promise. One of the spies, Caleb, a Gentile convert, speaks up in faith and he says, we can march in, we can defeat this army, and we can inherit this land promised to us by God. But the other spies, overcome by their own fear, drown out Caleb's voice with exaggerated reports of undefeatable giant soldiers. They work the people around them into a frenzy, and the scripture tells us that, quote, the whole community raised their voices and cried aloud, wailing all that night. In other words, the people gave up. They lacked faith, and they were paralyzed by fear. At this stage, God had led them through the wilderness, giving them quail to eat and miraculous manna from heaven. Yet in the face of some real adversity, they immediately gave in to fear and they doubted God's providence. It's because of their lack of faith in God that he punishes them. After all, if they don't believe that God can deliver on his promise of reward, why should they enjoy its fruit? So God destined the Israelites to wander in the wilderness for 40 years, to, quote, bear the burden of their sin and learn what it means to reject me. 
The number 40 in scripture often symbolizes a period of change or transformation. And that's exactly what's happening in the heart of Israelites as, of the Israelites as they wander. They're being transformed from an attitude of fear to one of faithfulness. Interestingly, only one adult lived to enter into the promised land. And you can find out who that was and why by looking up Numbers chapter 14, verse 24. That's your homework for the day. The type of brave faith that God wants from us is on full display in today's gospel. We've just heard about the Canaanite woman who, having heard of Jesus' reputation, takes the risk of begging him to heal her possessed daughter. At first, Jesus seems to just ignore her request, but she's not put out. She pushes on in faith and keeps asking, despite the obstacle of Jesus' silence. Jesus then gives her what sounds like a cruel parable. He says, It's not fair to take the children's food and to throw it to the house dogs. Jesus is telling her in a word that his mission is first to the scattered sheep of Israel, as it says in Ezekiel chapter 34, and not to Gentiles like her. But again in faith, she engages with Jesus' parable. She says, yes, sir, but even the house dogs can eat the scraps that fall from the master's table. Delighted by her wit and her incredible faith, Jesus grants her desire. Because of her faith, the Canaanite woman is able to see the truth of the Messiah in a way that not even the Pharisees could see clearly. Jesus' mission was indeed first to the people of Israel, not because the Jews were somehow better than everyone else, but because, in the words of the prophet Isaiah, they were chosen by God to be a light to the nations. God's instrument to eventually bring salvation to the rest of the world. So even as a non-Jew, this Canaanite woman in the gospel recognized herself in God's larger plan for salvation. And even as a Gentile, her faith opened a door of grace for her even before the church was established. Faith can be hard because it requires us to take risks to enter willingly into a world of uncertainty, and like the Canaanite woman, to trust in the providence of God despite what seems like insurmountable obstacles. Today also happens to be the feast of St. John Vianney, the patron saint of parish priests, and another example of great faith. Just quickly I'll describe him. He was a simple man sent by his bishop into the nowhere town of Ars, a population of only 230 people. Racked by the aftermath of the French Revolution, this small town seemed completely empty of faith. But trusting in God, St. John Vianney gave his life over to the service of God's people through constant prayer, through solid preaching, and a devoted ministry of confession. In a few years, the nowhere town of ours had become a center of faith, its own little light to the nations, if you will. And 20,000 pilgrims would flock every year to this tiny town to have their confession heard by this holy priest. These miracles can still happen today, whether in our own lives, in our families, among our friends, and in our parish communities. But for God to work his wonders in us, we need to be governed by faith and not by fear, looking to God in prayer to direct our lives and not to simply be carried on the wind of our culture, 
dictated by the fear of failure or rejection by others. To help us in our life of faith, we do need good and holy priests. And on this day in particular, I would ask each person listening to spend a few minutes in prayer, praying especially for your priests and your future priests, that like John Vianney and the Canaanite woman, they may be directed by faith and to lead their communities bravely towards the promised land of heaven. And to help you with this, I've included a link for a uh, prayer for priests in the description below the YouTube video and in the podcast. I would like to finish today with a prayer of love for God composed by St. John Vianney himself. I love you, O my God, and my only desire is to love you until the last breath of my life. I love you, O my infinitely lovable God, and I would rather die loving you than live without loving you. I love you, Lord, and the only grace I ask is to love you eternally. My God, if my tongue cannot say in every moment that I love you, I want my heart to repeat it to you as often as I draw breath. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you all, and I will see you next time.